1: Steelers fans, welcome back to part two of the Scobro Show. I'm Behind the Steel Curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you again with my big brother Rich. Rich, how are you doing tonight? And Rich just took himself out of the picture. He's fine. He just is, he's making. Fun, I just, just, a a for, just for, proven a point.
0: Just proving a point. He's making fun of me for by uh, actually no. You know what? Was, no, I had to move. I was. I, I kept getting like I've been so weirded out <laughs> since we got back on here because I was on the wrong side of the screen. For those of you listening on the podcast form, I'm always on the one side with Rich always
1: on the other, and because I dropped out, I came in on the other side. I'm I'm surprised you didn't fix that during the break, <laughs> but uh, that that's just that's just who we are. So we're, we've talked about this this game. Things were not good. I know a lot of people have have some players they're really frustrated with. I know most of Steelers Nation. I'm surprised. It, I'd really be surprised if it's not all is very disappointed and frustrated with the with the play of Devin Bush. Yep. You're in luck. I don't know if it's, it's ready. I don't know if it's going to be published tomorrow or Thursday. That's this week's Vertex. Devin Bush specifically in run defense uh, with Jeffrey Benedict and I breaking down stats and film on that one. So if you want to know more about that, make sure you're checking out com. your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, some interesting comments by some former Steelers. I know Rocky Blyer said some things again, but he mm-hmm. said some stuff last year. I took more into what was said. Did you listen to what was said on I don't watch the show. Get was it get up I think it is.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't
1: watch the show but I watched the clip of Ryan Clark. Did you see I that did, one?
0: I did not. I knew it was out there but I did not get the chance this afternoon to listen to it.
1: Yeah, so he he basically you know they're here calling out this team you're like This is the Pittsburgh Steelers, and, you know, there's a culture there. You pass things on. There's things that you do, and he's basically saying they're not living up to it. He's saying they're not living up to it. You you know, I do have a little bit of a theory on that. I do, too, and that's a question that I – this was the question. I I wonder if
0: we have the same I wonder if –
1: this is – I actually, right before the show, I I sent this to Jeff Hartman say, I just thought about this. He's like, yeah, that's a good point. I'm like, I
0: want to ask you. Good. You ask me because I'll and tell you I the, if it's if it's the same, same as me. Then I'm going to tell you when I started thinking about this.
1: Okay. Cause it, this is great. And for all I know, someone could have mentioned on one of our other podcasts in Sunday, I got behind on our podcast. I still got to catch up on them. Um, but we'll, but we'll see the Steelers fell off the map at the end of the year, last year, after a great starts, the Steelers are hitting a stretch right almost around the same part of the season where they really had a rough game against Cincinnati, don't know how they're going to turn around from that or if we're just going to see a finish like we did last year. There's They're questioning, you know, the, the understanding the Steelers' way, things of that. And that kind of came into question last year too. The thing missing for the Pittsburgh Steelers for the last two years, you're going to say it, is being in Latrobe for training camp.
0: Oh no, you're not saying the same thing. That's what I'm saying. I want to know this. Although you're what you're saying will connect to mine. Yeah. What you're saying will connect to mine. Yeah. So
1: my point is, when you go, when the Steelers go to training camp at Latrobe, they are immersed. Now I know there's like the A B thing where he had his own house or whatever. I don't know if Ben Roethlisberger really stayed in the dorm or not. But basically, you're 24 seven with the team. That's your team in a whole different setting. You're away from your family. You're with them all that time. And you're basically being ingrained into what it is to be. This is being the Pittsburgh Steelers. Do you think that might have some effect on some of the things that, that, that like Ryan Clark brought up, or even with the whole Chase Claypool and the music thing, he's never been to Latrobe. He hasn't been immersed in that twenty four seven Steelers mm-hmm. culture. He's always got to go home every day. Yeah. Do you think that's might? I'm not making an excuse, but do you think the reason that the Steelers mentality that some people think might be breaking, do you think that it's because it wasn't established enough because they couldn't have because they weren't at training
0: camp in Latrobe? Do you think it's a possibility? I'm taking it one step further. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Some of it is because, because of COVID. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because what COVID has changed is this where are all the former Steelers? They're not getting to come in and hang no. out around the complex. That's talk to those younger guys. That's a good point. Ch- check in with the team up at training camp. Yeah. And you know those guys would come in and come around yeah. and talk and let and let those young guys pick their brains and and implore on those young guys what it means to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. Yeah. That hasn't happened for two years.
1: Yeah. You're right. I actually said this on our Slack channel, and I don't know if you saw it or not. I said, uh... They need to listen to Troy Polamalu's Hall of Fame speech. You know, they they should either have they should they, they should have it. If you want to play music, put that to music, you know, do that. Um sit down and watch it so many times day. Have Troy himself come in and say those words when he talked about what it meant to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. I I think we're both We're, we both had the same idea, but we both went at it from two different ways that I think completely fit. And I, I, I'm I'm there. It's like, you know, yes, the coaches do a lot of that and they can, but there's only so much, you know, it's kind of like listening to your teacher or even listening, you know, or or a kid listening to your parent, you can only listen to your parents so much Mm -hmm. until you're just not really gonna to listen to them anymore and think, ah, oh, that's just my parent, you know, and and to say that, oh, and, and then people be like, oh, Coach Tom had lost the locker room because of that. that's what you're gonna get everywhere. I mean, a- apparently there's a disaster going on in Chicago with their coach and things like that. My point is with the Pittsburgh Steelers, you always had that, those guys that helped establish that, those former players, you know. That training at you know, that setting at training camp that helped establish that. And they haven't had it for two years. Yep. It's a really good question. Okay. Um, here, like Sean Manahan said with another five dollars tip jar. Thank you, Sean. He says Heinz Ward needs to have a little chat with the receiver course. You know, I don't think yeah. it all got p- passed down. I think I think it kind of got broken a little bit with A B. I think, who was it? Was it, I think Jeffrey Benedict might've brought that up. Yeah, he that, did. That, you know, passing things down that, that that's the Steeler way. And I think that might've got lost with a couple, you know, things there. And people talk about, oh, you know, you had that talent for so long and it was wasted. But that talent didn't really ever really buy into, to, to the Steeler way. Um, so it's kind of hard to do that. And there's just something, it's doesn't seem like it's the same Pittsburgh Steelers right now. Does it?
0: No, it, it's not. But yeah. the, the other thing is this, Dave, in terms of us talking about where the Steelers are and things like that. Um, you can remember you, you you, know, you had lots of questions for me on, Different positions and position groups, and you know, mm-hmm. going up to the preseason and how yeah. I felt about things going into the season. And remember, I told you some of those was like, Well, this is what I see, but we're not going to get a real answer on that till later. Mm-hmm. Well, we're That's starting a good to Dave answer, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. We're starting to get some of those answers. Yeah. We're starting to see what's a work in progress, what's bad, what's good what you know um yeah people people like to get down on old man joe hayden but i'm sorry Mm -hmm. that guy's still a pretty daggone good corner yeah is he a top in the league kind of corner no but he's a doggone good corner that i was sad we didn't have out there on sunday it's now oh and eight they, I know they've
1: lost eight in a row where Joe Hayden didn't play. I know. So, and but like I said, in my numbers article, you could have had three more Joe Hayden's out there on Sunday. And it wouldn't have helped no. just, you know, just from his ability, but you also got to take into account the leadership. This was something that I keep saying, we've had a lot of discussions about some things going on with the Steelers um, as a staff. And there was something a Jeffrey lot. Benedict, Jeffrey Benedict brought up. I'm like, stop typing this in here and start writing it in an article. It, it was, and I think they talked about it a little bit last night. We,
0: we got well. some posts in our Slack channel that were longer than articles.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And it was, it was the whole notion of who's the leaders on offense? You know, Ben Roethlisberger is the quarterback. He's been the captain, but has he ever been really the leader? He always was drawing on Marquise Pouncey ever since he was drafted. You know what I'm saying? That's why yep. Pouncey was always his guy. Pouncey was the leader. You know, who else do they have? I mean, I mean uh, that, the, the, the it, veteran guy on the well, line
0: is Trey Turner, who just got there. I, I don't know? like the term leader in this. Okay. Yeah. Um, heart and soul. Yeah. Who is the heart and soul of the offense? Yeah.
1: I mean, I think you're getting more heart and soul out of your first two draft picks of, from this year.
0: Yeah, you and know that's, not, mean, how
1: I, and that's not how guys. it. Good for those guys.
0: Works. Yeah, but that's, that's not, not how, how it's supposed to be. You
1: know, it's it's for those of you. I mean, I'm not really. I'm I'm, I'm doing a lot of other things, so I'm, I'm catching a little bit in the live chat. But for those of you that're saying, "Oh, well, you know, you shouldn't have to rely on those old play, players," you know, uh, the coaches, the coaches, the coaches. I mean, like, I'm sorry if you tell me something, I'll listen to you for a while. If you keep telling me the same thing, I'll listen to it, but I'll take it in. If I'm having eight different people telling me the same thing that you're telling me, I'm going to take it a lot more seriously. Coming from different people relaying the same message, and that's the thing, you know. And, and you could say, well, Coach Tomlin versus the offensive versus the defense coordinator versus whatever. You still look at the coaches, the coaching staff, almost as you know they're supposed to be united and giving you one message. But are you getting it from your from your? from your heart and soul players? Are you getting it from your captains? Are you getting it from the players that came before? Are you getting it throughout everything? And I think that's – you're right when you said about those other people not being there. It's reinforcing the message that you're getting from the coach and and everything. And just about what it is to – I think there's a lot of players that don't get what it's like to – why the Pittsburgh Steelers are different, you know. Um, and, And it might not necessarily even be their fault. But that also comes into the whole notion of something else I said we're going to bring up here, is that people talk about the rebuild. Oh, you know, uh, I know Michael Beck had an article today about um, should the Steelers begun the rebuild sooner, blah, blah, blah.
0: Oh, I I wanted to get in the Slack channel and go off Mm -hmm. on him for even writing such an article. (laughs) My,
1: My point is this. The Steelers have been rebuilding for a while, and we just haven't noticed. A lot of people have missed it. You know, I, I brought up the fact that when the Steelers played the Detroit Lions, their offense had zero players who played in the 2017 playoff game against the Jaguars, no players on offense, Mm -hmm. none, none because Ben Roethlisberger was out and Juju was knocked out for the season. And that was Juju's rookie season. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That's the turnover this team has. When people hear rebuild, they instantly think quarterback, but it's not just about the quarterback. And that's, we kind of talked about this a little bit in the post game show about people like is Ben been done. V- people want to call him done or not done. You could call him what you want or whatever you want to say. Bottom line is he's the best guy for them right now, simply because they have so many other problems. Do you really want to try to assess what Dwayne Haskins can do if he's playing with that offensive line right now?
0: Do you know what I'm saying?
1: Well, the, the only ben thing Rutherford we're going
0: the only thing you'd be able to do—is yeah. assess how well he can run for his yeah. life.
1: In other words, I'm sorry. It's it's the it's the physicist in me, and that and the and the scientist and the doing an experiment and how many unknowns are you willing to test? If you're having to do a big, lots of changes on your offense. Did you really want to add another unknown at quarterback? If you know that the biggest variable that you had was your offensive line, sorry, I'm going so nerdy. I should say this for stat geek because it's super nerdy. If you knew your biggest variable was your offensive line, did you want to? Do you want to throw in another variable of the quarterback? Any any person doing basic high school science knows that you don't test two variables at the same time because then you can't determine what's actually caught producing your results. That's why you only change one variable. So yes, it would have been nice to change everything, but if you have a, for all you know, you could have had another Johnny Unitas on the team that you trade away only because you thought you couldn't see much from him because it was the other variables that were actually not allowing them to succeed. You don't want to have a quarterback There. So with Ben Roethlisberger, he was going to cost a ton of money to play this year anyway, and people like, oh, like the nineteen million was counting this year no matter what. If you're thinking about it, Ben Roethlisberger's only add by actually playing is only added. What is it, four point five million dollars to the salary cap this year? If you'd have moved on from Ben and like, oh, take the money to use it somewhere else, it was only four point five million. Yep, that's it. So go. I I kind of understand where they're saying, hey, well maybe we can get by with Ben Roethlisberger again as we rebuild this line. You try to get the line built up that way. When the next quarterback comes in, we're not asking ourselves, is, is the quarterback struggling or is the line struggling? I'm oh, sorry, I went off for a little bit. What, nope. what else do you
0: want to say? Now? You're you're right on there. Yeah. So. You know i was like i said i was just talking about you know we had a lot of variables coming into this this yeah. season Tons. So, so, some of them we're getting answers on and some some i still have questions about even after 11 games mm-hmm. we'll see yeah. yeah
1: so people might not realize it but the steelers have i mean i don't know if rebuilds the word they've revamped this team You know, and from what it was four years ago, I mean, the only defensive players from that 2017 game was Joe Hayden playing his first playoff game. TJ was a rookie and Cam Hayward. Those are the only ones that were on the 2017 playoff game, played in that playoff game that are, that played for the Steelers in against that. I was using the Detroit Lions game as reference. So that's what's happened. So it, the Steelers are are rebuilding, they are reloading, they are revamping, however you want to want to call it, and it and they and that's why you're seeing some pains along the way. My biggest concern is this: before we we go on, I, I know we've kind of really, be, I hope we're not beating a dead horse because I think we're talking about different things that are really important. Is you wanted to see the Steelers improving as as they went along with so many young players and so many new players? to have a to have a game that bad in week 12 that's the problem. If you want to have a, a a week that bad in week two or three or four, that's one thing. you should be growing from it. but to have a game that bad in week 12, that is my biggest concern. How concerned are you about that that it's at this point of the season that you're seeing that performance?
0: Well, Minus the fact that we're playing a lot of rookies. Um, It's going to be interesting actually to see how they do in the next several games. Yeah, Because basically, as a college player, their season will be done. Mm -hmm. They'd be done. They've played the number of games they're used to playing. Are we seeing some of that from some of the younger guys that they're Mm -hmm. hitting that wall? I don't know. I hope not, but that could be part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope not too, because we depend on so many of them right now. Uh,
1: exactly, I- exactly. And um, all, all I can say is, guess what? I, if we're twenty five Eastern, you know where I'm going to be. Well, I'm not going to be at the stadium. Not, our our brother in law is going to be there this week. Actually, Actually no. I think no. He is. Our sister's going to be there this week. Yep. Okay. Okay, Skosis, sis. <laughs> big big my big sis, your little sis. She's in she's in between us. She's she'll be there, I'm pretty sure, with our with with her oldest child, our nephew. Um but I'll be in front of my television. I'm gonna be I'm I'm still gonna be wearing the 97 jersey, even though they say you can't find many of them around Pittsburgh. I got one, okay i'll I'll still be I'll still be wearing the bumblebee socks or sorry, the reverse bumblebee socks because I have black with yellow stripes rather than the other way around. um it's what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna hope yeah. that they maybe fix something during the week. Do I have a lot of confidence in it i'm 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 very leery i re- I really am. I think I made a good point on the on the preview last week when you know Brian Anthony Davis says says he had no doubt that, that they were going to beat the Bengals. I'm like, oh, I have doubts. I have plen- there's plenty to, oh, yeah. there plenty to doubt with this team. There's plenty to doubt with this team because you never know which team is going to show up to play. And then I put it out there. I expected I expected the best from the Steelers last week, you know, coming back to AFC North football. Like if you can't get up for that game after you lost them earlier this season. You know, going on the road, and they already showed that they did well on the road against the Browns, you know, possibly Ben's last game in Ohio, blah blah blah. And that's what we saw.
0: So <laughs> just me wants to know if our sister would freak out if she comes up and says says hi, because I think she's going to the game. So.
1: Abs- go do it. Go, go do it, go do it. 122 row Q. <laughs> um take my facial hair off and that's why that's and and that's our sister. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no honestly. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Not off <laughs> Take the facial hair off uh-huh. and add, add hair, her, hair to, add the, to, the, to head. the
1: head. <laughs> yeah. Um my my sister she's only 15 months older than me and we used to try to we used to pass for twins. So because uh with with everything and uh and honestly, our our nephew that's that's with, there with her, yes, he he could he could he could pass. Honestly, I, I've had people in the past when I've been places with him that thought he was my son because of because of everything. So yeah, just just uh, go looking for him. <sighs> but all we can do now with Steelers fans, I don't some people are done with the hope. Some people would rather just lose out and get the best draft pick possible. And if that's the way you want to be. That's all right. But that's not me. Because for me, you Uh, play to win the game.
0: Rich? I want to see the Steelers win every game they play. Okay. If they don't win, let's say, uh, you know, let's say the Steelers don't win the rest of the year. Let's say they lose every single game from here on out. What I'll do then is I will be totally bummed out as a fan. And then I will turn around and say, well, silver lining. We get a top 10 draft pick. You know, it's yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Tur- turn, turn it around. You know, yeah. I, I also, I also want to say worry about the, I'll worry about the draft pick when we get to that point mm-hmm. until then, I want to see the Steelers win every game they can, that they play. Um, but if we get to the point where it's really bad and we get a good draft pick, then I'll say, okay, yeah. good. Let's get a good draft pick. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, well, let's, before, let's, let's make a good pick. Let's make a good pick with it. But before we roll into that, I do want to say something about the live chat. Um, I put someone in a timeout earlier because I thought it was a spammer and now I see them in there typing normal stuff. Um, so I apologize if you weren't spamming. We we get that at times when we see stuff yeah. um in there that we have to get out of there quick. And uh I I I might have accidentally done that. So uh if sure. I don't know that you said anything terrible. I honestly thought you were spam. Yeah. So I, I apologize. You're fired. <laughs> I'm fired. I'm fired. See, that's what I get for looking at the live chat, but that's you know, we've had some pretty, we've had some pretty bad spam in there in the past that we got to worry about. So, uh, Rich, hey. I hate to even ask, but you're going to have to give a score, yeah. And everyone, and and you know, you don't have to hold yourself to it, um. Right,
0: I I, I can possibly but, yeah. change it for the uh, for the staff article for I, the
1: staff article because you know, is there the possibility that that TJ Watt could get through the protocol and play on Sunday? <laughs> There is, but you know, he, he would have had to, he did have to have been asymptomatic the whole time. Yep. Um, if he has any symptoms, I don't think he can get through. Um, the chances are small. I would, I'm not holding out hope for it. It would just be a delightful surprise. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty sure the Steelers are banking on him not being available. Although it was odd that when other people went on the COVID list on Monday, Coach Tomlin in the press conference talked about them not being available that week, and he didn't say that about TJ, um, which is interesting. But I shouldn't read into it too much. Um, but he also wasn't himself this past week. Both both games where he's come back after missing a game, he has had rough games. So, but between TJ Watt and you know maybe Joe Hayden comes back and everything. I don't know if that's going to be as much as is this team going to have a fire lit under them for this game or are they going to come out and just be like, I'll get my paycheck no matter what? You know, because that's kind of what it felt like last week.
0: Yeah. My my oh. question is going to be is if if the Steelers come out and get smacked on the mouth in the mouth, are they just going to take it or are they going to smack back? Yeah. Yeah. That is, you know, that's because a that's what, good way to put it. <laughs> that's what I yeah. I think at one point, well, Kyle. Ugh. Here's how bad it was. Kyle, Kyle left the game in the second quarter to went to playing video games. So I basically sat and watched the game by myself mm. for a while. And then, believe it or not, Alex came and was watching. Oh. Alex was watching the game with me, although she was laughing when she, at. I mean, she was laughing at the Steelers. She was like, yeah. "Oh my gosh, can it get any worse?" She was like, oh, it just did," <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but that's how, but that's kind of what I said said there. It's like. The Steelers look like they got smacked in the mouth and then were just, for lack of a better term, cowering, trying not to get smacked in the mouth again instead of, you know, Mm -hmm. smacking back.
1: If someone comes out, you know, thinking of the boxing or mma or whatever analogy if someone comes out right off the bat and hits you with a great shot are you going to are you going to turn around and and take that big swing back or are you just going to throw your hands over your head and hope that you don't get hit again
0: right are you going to be you know the fresh prince when he fought mike tyson in the song <laughs> yeah you know, one, one shot th- that's all it took that's right in the
1: ribs and my inside shook
0: that's right so you know you just go take the one shot and Run for the dressing room or, you know. Yeah. Ready to go and do something You're, you're going to come
1: back and, and 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 fight back. Yeah, I, I, th- I think you're right. And and honestly, I know the, the, the big instinct. I'm thinking your score now. We're going to get to it in a second. Yep, I'm ready. The big instinct for fans right now is to say, oh, my goodness, look at the six games I have left. Can you find three wins in there? Can you find two? Can you find five? Can you find – And I've said it for a while, and I think it's even more true right now. You can't when you look at the whole schedule and what they have left. All you can do, though, is look at this week and say, hey, can they pull this one off? They're going to be underdogs probably the rest of the way. You know, can they pull this one off? Well, if they can pull this one off, well, you know, then you worry about, well, maybe you can pull the next one off. But you can't worry about that one until you worry about this one. You got to get out there and try to pull this one off. Rich, do they
0: pull it off? No, they do not. <laughs> okay. They don't because they are what I said before. They're they're an okay team. Yeah. With the potential which, to be really which good. Means, which means they're not good. Mm-hmm. They're not awful. Yeah, you know, they're okay. and eh, sometimes bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know. Um, they don't. You want the score? Yeah. Ravens 28 Steelers 17. 28
1: 17. All right. Well, I'm going to throw this in here for people to start giving us their scores. It's now free for you to put them in there, but while we do, it's kind of like rich the man. I want to I, I want to appeal to the mathematician in you. Sure. Um it's kind of like standard deviation.
0: Yeah. Right? It, it, if yeah. You,
1: if you look at what the Steelers can do here on the good side and then what they can do on the bad side like we saw on Sunday you have to think that who they really are is in the middle of that, which
0: isn't that great yeah, of a but, team. But the issue, of, see, yeah. now you, now you're going to get yeah. me on the math geek yep. thing. Okay, the problem with the Steelers bell curve, yeah, is that the standard deviation is large. Yeah.
1: Yes, okay. exactly.
0: Ninety percent of the data falls within two standard deviations of the mean. The yeah. standard deviation is large, so ninety percent of the data. You know, you're talking about. The Steelers have a very large area they could actually be in because we've seen some yes. really good and we've seen some really bad.
1: And where you and if you say who they are in the middle, that's really just an okay team because we've yeah. seen it because of where we've seen it. So I know, you, I'm going to get to the scores. Yeah, you Should you on Stat Geek, <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Right off the bat, Brian Brown was ready. He says 34-16 Steelers. Wrong week to play in Pittsburgh. That is one thing you got to remember. They've got to come. They they are getting back to Heinz Field. Okay. Sean Manahan says, picking with the hearts." Steelers 19, Ratbird 16. Steel Dog 88 says, Steelers 17, 16. Defense gets two takeaways. Wow. You know what, though? Defense only gets two takeaways. Baltimore's improved and cut their turnovers in half. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. yeah. That's arms is like we did such a great defensive effort. You do realize that the, the Browns' last game, they they, they oh we held them to ten. They scored thirteen on Detroit and ten on Pittsburgh, and then had a bye in between there. That's yeah. been their last games. You haven't done anything that amazing to what the Browns have been doing otherwise, other than you kept giving them the ball, and they still proved that Baker Mayfield sucks. Sorry. Um, so yeah, I already said that. I just that you got me Come on that Oh, right, Ariel, area. Steelers, Steelers chick 46. Going with my heart. Steelers 24, Ravens 21. Brad Jewett says 24, 21, Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> Claypool had AirPods in practice all week, so he can get, listen to his own music. Yeah. Um, um, super steeler says Ravens 31, Steelers 13. Wouldn't that wouldn't shock me either. There's no Unless it's a score that really you don't see the NFL like 62, you know what I'm saying? Nothing would really surprise me here because, like you say, that standard deviation is just so large. Okay, lifelong fan 07, 20 to 17 Steelers. Okay. Um George OTJ says I haven't predicted an now in a long time, but after last week, Ravens 30, Steelers 18. Okay. Um, George Teston says forty-one to twenty Ratbirds. He's he's going forty-one he again. Forty-one again. Yep. Going forty-one. Oh, yeah. I gotta say, okay, okay. Um, get BMK. He's got a yeah, score there. I was trying to read the whole thing first. He says, I haven't seen fight all year. Honestly, I still think we saw with him the best, probably the best fight, and they still couldn't even keep it up for the whole game. You know, yeah. they looked good in the first half against against Denver. And you never felt that that game was in doubt. And then they almost let it slide away. Okay. He says from leaving Ben on the ground to being called out as quitting until proven otherwise, 24, 10 Ravens. And I Mm -hmm. hope that's, that's the case. Um, hope, hope that it's close without the TJ. I understand what he's saying. You know, if TJ Watt most likely isn't playing Mark Tobin says 20 to 10 Ravens, um, um Richard Adamson says 18 to 20, 18 to 20, 18 to, 20. 18 to 12 Boz wins. So he's Boz saying six, six Boz field goals to four Justin Tucker field goals. You know what'd be fantastic? You know what? I'm sorry, we'll keep going to What would it what a game would it be to have the Ravens have a chance? Like let's say a tie game with less than two minutes left, and the Ravens have a chance to kick a long field goal with Justin Tucker and he misses it, and it's a long field goal, and the Steelers like convert a play or two, and at the last second Boswell gets uh, the same it. distance or longer, and he hits it. That would be like that would the be game funny. of games for me because that's one thing you have to say this year. Yeah, you missed an extra point in there. Chris Boswell has been a bright spot this year. Actually, yes. He has sometimes, sometimes you just got to take your – To, you know, look at the positives anywhere you can, you know, Hey, at least they got a good kicker. Okay. Um, Javier Mori says 40 to 13 Ravens. Terry Glover says 17, 17 Steelers, 16. Doesn't even matter who the other team is. Jerry Cherry band says 27, 21, the Steelers. Okay. Um, Tyler W. is next. Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, Tyler W. says Steelers 17, Ravens 19. No, Um, nine. Nine.
0: That's a nine.
1: I I know. I started to read the next one already. That was the one I was saying to do do, do about to make sure everything was good. Because Rhino Tool says 34-17, Ravens. Steelers have to show improvement before I can pick them again. Giving up 80 points in two games is a dumpster fire. Yeah, and the thing is, only Get one it. of those was set up was a defensive score. Sometimes you you'd do that, okay? Steelers-Pittsburgh says six to three Steelers. Maybe that's that
0: scenario I talked there about. There
1: you go. Okay. Um, Steelers-Freak says 18 to 15 Steelers, Tucker versus Boggs, with the Wizard making a walk-off field goal to win. That would be like the scenario I talked about, okay? Joseph Brown says 45 to three Ravens, you know? What would be more shocking, 45 to 3 Ravens or 45 to 3 Steelers?
0: Oh, more shocking would be 45 to 3 Steelers.
1: Yes, it would absolutely be shocking. And I mean, there's been times where I thought the Steelers could blow out anyone if they just show up and
0: yeah. do what they do.
1: And this I don't feel that anymore right now. Okay? Uh no one you know is 28-13 tw- um dirt birds. <laughs> Dirt birds, I like that one. Um, sorry that I saw the new Ghostbusters movie a couple weeks ago. It makes me think of the dirt farmer. Um, um, Dennis C says twenty four to ten, <laughs> bar bag. I, I think I know what he meant by that. Yeah. Um, Scott A Stillwell says Pittsburgh thirty seven seventeen. Big Ben has the game of his career. I don't know about game, of, or he's had a lot of good games his career. How about the Close, you know, one that you could talk about a game for the ages. That's might be what it would take. Um, Rajan 39 says 28 10 Ravens. Uh, still looking. Mm-hmm. Uh did I get all these? Like I got BMKs earlier with the same score. Right. Did I get Clarence before? I don't know no. that I did. 17-14 Steelers in a defensive game. Kathy Ford says 17-7 seven Steelers. Tyler Kunis is 27-13 Ravens, earning that higher draft pick. Like I said, if that's the way you feel, I'm not right now. I'm not gonna say anything about that. Now we got a, oh, we got a super chat. Five dollars from Isaac Aguilera says big Ben is the new Eli Manning. Ravens 42. Steelers ten, okay. Meaning going out not in the right way, I think, is what he means by the yeah. new Eli Manning. Um, uh, there's one I think I just saw. It's jumping on me, uh, Mike De- Mike DeFrancisco, uh, ten to nine Steelers. Could you see this game playing out like the Steelers Browns game, like yes. the? Ravens Browns game.
0: Yes. That
1: it could be low
0: um, scoring. Low scoring. Yeah. I could see it being low scoring and within one score. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. It that might not necessarily, not necessarily anticipating it. Uh, not betting on that. Yeah. But But I mean, it wouldn't shock me. I am to a point right now
1: that the, well, that's why I asked the question about that. Was it forty-two to three or whatever was or forty-five to three or whatever the score? The only thing that would shock me right now is, do you remember that game? I'm pretty sure it was on Monday Night Football. Might have been Sunday Night. I can't remember. It was 2000. It was at least 2007. I knew I was living in this house. It might have been 2000. I think, think it was 2007, where against the Ravens, and it was like thirty-five to seven at uh, halftime. Yeah, you remember that one? I did. I had. I, I um, had uh, our, our, our brother-in-law that we thought said might be going to get his brother, who was my college roommate. He was here watching the game with me and his roommate who was a Ravens fan and one of his friends who was a Ravens fan came to watch. It was so bad. I, I didn't know what to say to him because I knew if it was the other way around, I don't know that I'd want to hear anything. It was that bad. That would be the most shocking thing to me, but it's still not out of the question there's not really anything that could surprise me in this game in my opinion yeah. um good you know bad or ugly well i mean it would surprise me if if something if a oh, 2019 thursday night football against the cleveland browns at the end of the game kind of thing um would would come around that would surprise me because even though I don't like them, that that purple team has more, um, let's just say, is more respectable than that. That I wouldn't expect something. I I wouldn't expect like a team, truly but, dirty game but, from either team. Correct. Correct. Or anything like that.
0: With 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 the Ravens, both teams don't like each other, but both teams respect how the other ones play
1: yeah exactly so i i don't i mean it's hate the player don't hate the game yeah i mean like wang harbs is still a wang but at the same time you know wang's gonna wang um but at the same time um they're gonna play physical i i just i don't know for some reason maybe in years past i don't feel like it's a dirty team um like you you've gotten in other AFC North stuff in the past. That would be the most shocking thing for me is to see a dirty game by either team. Um, other than that, I could see a close game. I could see a blowout. I could see anything. So with that, anything else you want to say here before we close out or should I do the rundown first? Right. Run, run down. All right. Make sure you're checking out behind the Make sure you're checking out all the podcasts. I will tell you this. We had a huge month. This is the last time we'll be on YouTube in the month of November. Um, we had a huge November on our podcast side, like record breaking, record breaking. Like we broke records in September. We, I, I'll have to go back and check the numbers. We came close to doubling it, doubling yeah. two. what was two months ago. Um, fantastic. And none of this is without, without you all, you all were the one you're tuning in. You're still, you still want to be there. You've got your voice in the live chat. You're part of this family. Make sure you are checking out, all the shows. We've got so many different shows that uh, there should be something for for any Steelers fan out there that one thing might be your thing versus another. Check them out. Um, and, of course, you know, the editorial side, as always, at BehindTheSilkCurtain.com. Rich, what do you want to say to send us out here?
0: Whether the Steelers are playing good football or bad football, one thing I can guarantee you. Sunday afternoon, I'm going to be sitting on my couch watching the Steelers play. Can't wait.
1: Oh, how it rips me, but love makes me live for tomorrow.